Welcome to Living the Present Moment. I'm Dr. Joel Ying, physician, educator, and storyteller. You can find me online at livingthepresentmoment.com. As I look ahead today to the changing of the seasons, I think of the Greek myth of Persephone. Today we have a scientific explanation for the seasons. And so you might ask, why is this myth important? In my reimagined version of the Greek myth, the story of Persephone, I explore the many themes. And if you know this story, you will remember the order of the seasons, spring, summer, autumn, and winter. You'll know something about the natural world. But you will also know about love, loss, hope, and the many things that make us human. This is my version of Persephone and the Seasons. Persephone sat in the darkness of the cave. She could see the dim light of the entrance in the distance. She would stay here for a week or two, while her eyes adjusted to the darkness and her body to the cold, the wet, and the dark. It was autumn, the time of her descent. She looked up at the ceiling, where a drop of water was depositing its minerals as it fell, forming stalactites on the ceiling and stalagmites on the ground. For all the world, they looked like teeth. This cave, it looked like a monster that would swallow you whole. Just at that moment, the wind caught the entrance of the cave just right, and it whipped around, and it howled and howled and howled. And Persephone laughed to herself. There are many obstacles to the underworld, but the first is your own fear. There are many obstacles to the underworld, but the first is your own fear. She remembered her first dark descent. It was not so gradual. She was out on the earth with her mother Demeter, the goddess of fertility. As daughter of fertility, she would often help her mother, coaxing the crops to grow, the flowers to bloom, the trees to bear. But that day, her mother was away on an errand. She was relaxing in the fields, enjoying the sunshine, collecting the flowers, and that's when she saw him. He was quite handsome in that black leather armor, although a little pale. He rode on a golden chariot. Oh, how she loved chariot rides, the feel of the wind against her face, rushing through her hair. Now some say he abducted her, but he did ask, Would you like a ride on my chariot? It was just a chariot ride. What harm could it do? How was she to know that under this chariot the earth would open up and swallow her whole? The darkness was abrupt. She could see nothing. The cold and the wet numbed her skin. She could feel nothing. She could hear screaming. Was that her own voice? She felt as if her soul was being ripped from her body. Disembodied words echoed around her. I love you. I love you. I love you. But she could not decipher the words through her panic. Her heart raced even faster and her screaming grew louder. I love you. I am Hades, god of the underworld. I've been watching you. 
I've asked your father Zeus for your hand in marriage. I love you. I love you. I love you. But all she could hear was the beating of her own heart, louder and louder, and the disembodied screaming of her own voice. Her mind felt like glass that had been shattered to fragments. She could not think. She could feel nothing. She could do nothing. But slowly, very slowly, painfully slow, the numbness receded. In its place, there was burning pins, needles. But as painful sensation returned, the panic began to ease. She could feel again. Her eyes adjusted to this new landscape. She began to see shadows. Gone was the richness of color. The world now only had shades of gray. They brought her clothes, but the clothes were dull, drab, lifeless. They brought her food, but it had none of the vitality of the world above. She refused to eat. She ate nothing. She starved herself. She knew that those that eat the fruits of the underworld are forever bound to it. Those that eat the fruits of the underworld are forever bound to it. A strange thing happened with time. The shades of gray took on an iridescence, like darkness of night under the full moon. And she began to see some beauty in the darkness. Hades came to her. He told her of the underworld, the souls that came to rest here. She began to appreciate his dedication to these souls. He worked tirelessly. She spoke with the souls and began to experience the richness of their lives, collecting their stories. She can't remember why she ate that pomegranate seed. It was just a seed. What harm could it do? Perhaps it was the longing for the richness and that taste of life on her tongue again. When Hermes, the messenger of the gods, came to her that first time, he told her that her mother had been searching and searching everywhere for her. In her grief, Demeter had neglected her work as goddess of fertility and everything was dying. The world above had turned cold, dark and gray, just like the world below. Your father Zeus sent me here to take you back to your mother. You must come with me. But in that moment, Hermes could see the regret in her eyes, and he knew that she had tasted the fruits of the underworld, and she was ever bound to it, forever bound. He had left her there. That's when she began to speak to the newly arrived souls. She began to ease the pain of their shock that was so very much like her first descent. She whispered to them, Have patience. Have patience. Have patience. There is beauty here in the darkness. She began to ease the transition of these new souls. She began to speak with Hades, with her own ideas about managing this underworld. And that's when she began to notice 
He was quite handsome in that black leather armor, although a little pale. And slowly, by surely, she took her place as queen of the underworld. When Hermes returned that second time, he told her that the world above was still suffering. Persephone was still bound to the underworld, but Zeus had made a deal. Demeter and Hades had agreed. Persephone would spend six months of the year in the world above and six months in the world below. You must come with me, said Hermes. Persephone felt the joy and anticipation of seeing her mother again, but she also felt the regret of leaving this new life. You must come. The world above is dying, pleaded Hermes. That first ascent was abrupt. The sunlight blinded her, washed out all the color, burned her skin. When the world came into focus, she could see the joy spreading across her mother's face. Her mother had aged so much. Persephone again took her place as daughter of fertility, helping her mother with the crops, coaxing the flowers to bloom, the trees to bear. And she again tasted the richness of her old life. Spring came to the world, then the summer harvest. But time would not stand still, and she began to see the sadness creep back into her mother's face. The color in the world began to fade. It was now autumn, the time of her descent, back into the underworld. The world above would again go into winter, in the way that only a mother's grief can make the world cold and dark and gray. These are the cycles of the seasons, the cycles of life, the joy of spring, the harvest of summer, the regret of autumn, and the sadness of winter. But even in the depths of winter, there is hope. The goddess and her daughter of fertility will return again some day. The joy of spring will return. Persephone, she stood up from her seat in that cave. She smiled to herself and continued her descent back to the underworld. Because even in the darkness, there is light. Even in the darkness, there is light.